Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at at First first listen. Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay. Got back from uh, a bachelor party in Mexico last night, and uh, I've never experienced so much pain. Than I did yesterday. I don't know what we did to Montezuma, but he's a vengeful motherfucker. Started happening to me like the last night of Mexico, where I was like, I'm having to use the bathroom a lot. The night before we leave, middle of the night, I wake up, oh, I now need to use the bathroom to throw up in too. Okay. And then I just hung out in the bathroom until my flight the next morning. And you don't know pain until you've you've driven in a 15-passenger, sweaty, bumpy caravan to the Cabo airport and then tried to get through customs and and show them your negative COVID test and do all the things and then get on an airplane, fly back to LAX, can't figure out how to freaking get out of LAX to get home to just not die. So anyways, that's where I am right now, but I am excited because we got a good show for you. So, Let's see if we can make it through uh, this whole interview without um, having to run to the bathroom. Is it possible? Maybe. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. 
Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Wells Cast with yeah, Wells Adams, an iHeartRadio podcast. Oh, welcome in, everybody. Pumped for today's episode because it's kind of bringing it back to where it all began. If you remember in the beginning, this show is actually called Pratt Cast because Stephanie Pratt was the host. And I was just like, kind of like the guy that was just trying to keep the treads in the road, keep it going. But then she, uh, she left, she left the hills and moved to London. And then we we're like, well, all right, what are we going to do? And the Wells cast was born. I was just interviewing a bunch of people. But guess what, guys? The hills are alive with the sound of season two. We're going to revive this beauty. And this is crazy because the entire time that we did the podcast, I don't believe we ever had this guest on, which was dumb because in my mind, she was always kind of like the big star on the show. So we're starting season two off with a bang. And if you guys have seen the teaser for The Hills' new beginning, airing on May 12th at 9 p.m. on MTV, you'll notice that she is talking about kissing Brody. What? I thought he was just married. What? And then they got divorced, and then now, whoa. All right. We're back in it, baby. The hills are back. We're going to talk everything. We're going to talk about everyone, from Heidi and Spencer to Frankie, Jason and Ashley, Steph to Justin Bobby, my boy with the great hair, Brandon Lee. Oh, and um, is Kristen back? She is? Oh, my God. It's going to be a good one. Stick around. This is the Hills cast you don't want to miss with the one, the only, Audrina. Let's do it, baby. 
Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A., I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if... no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we're back. I can't believe it's here. The Hills are back again. Season two of New Beginnings comes out May 12th on MTV. I have the star of the show, Audrina, on. How are you doing? (laughs) I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Do you like being called the star of the show? I feel like 
I'm not really this. I feel like everybody's a star. We all do this show together to make it what it is. No. Um, no. I add my Audrina to it. <laughs> I think there are hierarchies here. I saw the teaser, dude. Oh, well, thank you. I'm going to take that. <laughs> I saw the teaser. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. What the f***, Brody? What's going on here? I mean, Brody and I have always had a flirty chemistry or connection where, you know, I've been there for him through hard times. He's been there for me and we've always been flirty with each other. And I think with us both being single, the flirtiness led to extra flirty, which are our friendship evolved into something. So I can't give too much away, but I think when you guys watch the show, you'll get to hear all the juicy details of how the kiss was and how, like, where it went, what actually happens. But it's like a roller coaster. <laughs> I mean, I assume so, but, like, I feel like this is, like, a big bomb to drop before the season even started. Are you surprised that New Beginning Season 2 even came back because I know you guys were supposed to do the show and then COVID hit like every production kind of shut things down so were you surprised it even came back you know I was I don't think any of us really thought we were going to get a second season so when we did we were really excited and we were all just make it the best we could because the first season was so heavy and we were with the new and the new, you know, opportunity to be like, let's all give it our all and just go for it and do whatever we need to do to make it. Um, so we were all on board and then we started filming like two or three months and we had good momentum and things, storylines were flowing, you know, flawlessly. And then we got shut down for nine months. So I kind of screwed up the momentum. And um, then when we started, like we were all in a different headspace and all kind of had to start over again. Obviously, you can't give too much away, but is COVID part of your guys' storyline on the show? You know, I think we definitely address COVID. It's not a huge part of it, but I'm not really sure how they're going to edit that together. I don't know, yeah. to be honest. I have no idea. Like, we'll watch it when you guys watch it. <laughs> but we did talk about it. We have to wear masks walking up. And we talk about how it affected our lives and our businesses and how it changed our lives. Some for good, some not so good. So everybody's very open and honest more than they've ever been. Are there any new characters this year that you think are going to make a splash on TV? Um, There's a couple, you know, Sean on the show, Sean Stewart, and he's such a character. I think he brings so much life and personality um, because during the pandemic and filming, we were only filming, you know, in a controlled area where we're all tested and we can only film with our group of friends. So bringing in one or two new people, it was just like a breath of fresh air and like new personalities to mix it up. Um, and then Caroline is on the show and she you know, she doesn't hold back and she's feisty, she's that Italian spice, and she's really funny and knows the whole crew. So she has a lot of history with everyone. Who's not back? I, I saw that Misha's not coming back. Steph isn't coming back. Anybody else? I, that's it from last season, just Misha and Steph. Why do you think that they didn't come back? Well, I think for Misha, you know, coming from the movie world into reality, it was kind of a, like a shock. And she never watched The Hills. She didn't know the history of our friendships or the dynamics. So she was kind of like, you know, like caught off guard, like, whoa, like, I don't even know how to react. Who's fighting with who? Why are you guys fighting? Like, so she kind of sat back a lot and, you know, wasn't as opinionated because she didn't, 
she couldn't just dive in. She didn't really know what was going on. Um, she was a little more reserved and it was very different to her, but, and I think maybe that's why maybe if she was on second season, I don't know. It just wasn't really her thing to be honest. And as far as Stephanie, I have no idea. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, we got to talk about Kristen is in the teaser as well. Like what's the tea on that? Kristen, I wish she was on the entire season oh. because we all love her. We all know her um you know she's back and forth her home is in nashville so just her coming on was amazing because we all had the best time with her and she just brought you know we're just with our group all the time again so kristen comes you're like don't leave stay on you know she has such good energy and just it's kristen we love her and um she definitely was kristen and was opinionated and like we danced and like had the best time kind of caught up with all of us separately. I was hoping that she was going to be on the entire thing and it was just going to be like really blast from the past experience. I mean, I can't say how much she's yeah. on, but she's definitely on. <laughs> Are we going to see a lot of Justin Bobby? Cause he's my favorite, my favorite. And I would imagine he's your favorite. I, and know, least I favorite. feel like <laughs> he's my favorite. He's honestly the most rational and sensible person this entire season, I feel. And um, him and I get to a place where we're good. So everyone will get to see kind of, we talk about everything and get to a good place and like where we evolve. Um, but yeah, Justin really opened up this season about who he really is and where he comes from and his dad's on the show and he goes back to his you know, his house from his childhood. So he really like opened himself up and was so more, more vulnerable this season than he's ever been. And I thought he was really vulnerable last season as well. Is he still with that same chick? I don't even remember her name. Remember he was like bringing her around and is, is she involved? Which one? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good answer. <laughs> no, they're not together anymore. Is this Lindsay? Yeah. No, they're not together. Right. So I don't know. I don't even know. I can't really say what happened. I guess I'll have to watch the show and kind of hear what happened or if he even talks about it. I don't know. Brandon Lee's coming back, right? Brandon's back. We all love Brandon. He's so funny. And just, again, he's such a character. I feel like Brandon was like a duck to water when it came to reality TV coming in last season. And Misha wasn't no knock against Misha, but like, I think I can understand it a little bit. If you asked my fiance, who's an actress, to go on a reality show, she would be so confused as to what the hell to do. But if you asked me to do it, who's done, you know, seven or eight seasons, a bunch of different reality shows, it would be it would be easy because like the beats are different and your time constraint is, is different. Your shoot times are completely different. So yeah. I, I always thought, I was like, this is going to be a really tough thing for Misha to be like, wait, I'm still on camera? Like, I'm so confused. Where's my mark? Yeah, some of my actor friends too, my friend Krista Allen, she came to one of our filmings last season and her as an actress on like scripted shows was like, Audrina, I don't know how you do it. I could never do what you do. And it's like, how you're an actress. Yeah. So you get it. But she's like, no, it is totally different. So it's just, I guess it's two different worlds. I don't want to belabor it, but I have to just because like, I think a lot of people are just like, whoa, what's going on? Like you drop this bomb that you and, and Brody kiss. So I guess my question is, 
is back in the day, were you guys romantic? Like, did you think he was hot back in like the first iteration of the show or was he like completely off limits? What's the deal? Back in the day, nothing ever happened. We were just flirty. We'd always stay up and talk. We'd go to, you know, we'd all do these group trips to Costa Rica, to Hawaii, to Cabo, wherever. And we'd always, we would always just be the ones sitting there talking and laughing. And like, we just got along so well. It was like just easy. And everybody would always tease us like, oh, there's Adrena and Brody again, but nothing ever happened. So, and then it got to a point now on the show, we talk about like, and I don't even know if I should give this much up, but it's just like not wanting to cross that line friendship. You don't want to ruin your friendship of that long. So if you do, you know, you're risking losing a friend, um, crossing that line. So that's something that we talked about on the show and they'll see what happens. But yeah, in the past there was, there were flirty moments for yeah. sure. Is it because he has longer hair now? Cause I feel like you like guys with like long, like cool hair. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Oh my God. Oh, I think it's just the same exact thing. I think we are just both single in a different mind space now and just kind of like, not holding back or caring what anyone thinks or, you know, the judge opinions and our group of friends and everyone will see this on the show are very opinionated and feel very entitled to know everything. And at all the dinners, it's always teasing us and saying things and they're pushing us toward each other, which sometimes pushes you apart to avoid each other, to stop being in the spotlight at dinner all the time, you know? <laughs> Were you surprised or, or shocked with the Caitlin Brody separation? Or was that something that like kind of in the group people weren't that surprised about? I think within the group, we weren't that surprised. Um, you know, there's a lot of things that go on that people don't really know about until it's like out there. Um, but it was just kind of an evolving thing that two people who love each other just grew apart and they're still really good friends and support each other. They're still close. The fact that they can be such good friends is like, admire, you know, I admire that, that they, you know, Caitlin's with someone new and Brody's dating and like doing his thing and like, but they're still there for each other. I but yeah, it wasn't that much of a shock. They came to a point where you kind of knew it was going to be over soon. Yeah. I guess speaking of shocking storylines, I, I suppose, I think a lot of people are shocked that Heidi and Spencer are still together and like pumping out kids and everything. Was, was that something that you guys were like, no way this is going to work? I mean, I, I kind of, they are a team. They are partners. They are best friends. They communicate. Like I've never seen a couple be on page as much as they are at all times. They agree to disagree and then they move forward. They don't stay in bickering fights. I don't think I've ever really seen them in a fight. They're just, they're always together. I don't know how they do it, but they've got the formula down, whatever that is. They just respect each other, listen to each other, agree to disagree. And it's the power of the crystals really centers them. I feel like. Yeah, and they definitely have, they have giant crystals at their house. Like, it's amazing. It's, I've never seen such big crystals. Last thing, is there anything you regret uh, that happened this season? Is there things that you are nervous about watching? Obviously, you can't tell me too much, but are there things you're like, man, I can't believe that happened? Yeah, you know, sometimes you feel the pressure of stepping it up for the sake of TV and 
doing or saying things you normally would never say or do. And so I feel like this season, I really looked at it as like a, a show and um, I followed the guidance of producers at times. And some, you know, I am a little nervous to watch some of those scenes because it's really wasn't something that I would naturally do. Some of it's very unnatural. So I feel like it's going to be very awkward to watch. And it was awkward in scene. So I can only imagine what it looks like. You now have a child. Uh, you are responsible for another human being. And you have done this whole crazy weird reality TV world. I wonder if like you would ever allow your child to do your show or come on bachelor shows is that something that's completely not cool with you or you'd be down with she would have to be like in her 20s well, yeah, maybe of after she's 18 we'll talk about it but yeah. it's something i have enough experience with that i could be like listen we're gonna sit down and we're gonna watch a few shows yeah. and i'm gonna explain a few things to you and just lay it all out and then you can make your decision because <laughs> this is what comes with it here's the pros and here's the cons and then she can make her decision that's a good answer for it yeah because at this point it's inevitable she's gonna google one day and watch it whether i want her to or not so there is gonna come a day where i'm gonna have to sit down with her and be like this is what mommy did or this is what your mom did. Don't ever do this. Or this is what I should have did. Learn from it. Don't make the same mistake. You've done this show long enough. And, you know, I was talking to like Johnny Bananas, who, you know, is on a bunch of other like reality TV shows, actually in the Viacom oh, yeah, world. He's on um, First Look. Yeah, he does First Look. And obviously he's been on Challenge. Right now. That's, yeah, I was on it. I did the worst cooks with him and lovely guy. But, you know, and, and for me as well. When you do enough reality TV, you become a pseudo producer. Like, you know the beats, you understand how the show works, and you understand what works and what doesn't. Are there things that you wish that, like, the Hills would do that they haven't done and for seasons going forward? Have you ever thought that way? Yeah, you know, I think Brody and I and Heidi and Spencer have all sat down together, and we've talked about this a lot because we've been in this for so long and I know it's the pandemic, but we're like, if we would have just did this and this differently, and if this happened, like it would have all just flowed and been easier, got more drama or more of a scene or more of a story. It's just little tweaks here and there, just spending that extra money to make a, the difference in an entire episode. But it's frustrating at times, but we just, at this point, there's nothing we can do. So, but we have had that talk and yeah, it's like, you do realize you know what's coming, or you know what the manip manipulated scene is going to be, so you're kind of ahead of it. They can't come out of left field anymore. Well, hey, listen, I, I know you are a busy girl, and I'll let you get back to your crazy press day, but thank you for taking the time, and I cannot wait for The Hills to come alive once again. May 12th, MTV, 9 p.m. Eastern time. Real quick, where, where can people follow you and you know learn more about you? My Instagram, Audrina Patridge. That's like my go-to and that's it. <laughs> Other than the hills, are there any, is anything on the horizon that you're excited about that you want to promote? You know, well, on the hills as well, We I had a swim line, Praise Swim, so we're kind of revamping that and doing more basics. So that's going to be on the show and then That'll be available in June, June or July, the end of June. So I'll be posting about that soon and everybody will get an update watching the show. Awesome. Well, thanks for taking the time and I cannot wait to see what the hell is happening with you and Brody. <laughs> 
I know. Everyone wants to know, but I can't say. You got to watch it. I know. I got it. And you guys can watch New Beginnings, May 12th, 9 right. p.m. MTV. Dude, thank you so much. It's good to see you. So good to see you. Bye. Bye-bye. Subscribe to Wells Cast on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere you get your podcasts. It's the internet. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us was trying to brand us. We were going to become the McDonald's of kid treatment. Join my hosts as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.